All right, well, let's get started. This is podcast number, I don't know, six, maybe? Seven. 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 Podcast number seven. Biblical number. The number of completion, which wraps which, up our year. Which just so happens. No. no, it's number seven. <laughs> right? It's, I don't know. Anyway, this is the last podcast for the year. Uh, and so, that's kind of cool. Sitting around the table today, we have Zach, Sammy, Matthew, Yo. and Courtney. Hey. Hello. You didn't give anyone a fun name. No fun name, so no. I, I figured today, the last one for the year, we'll keep it strictly professional. <laughs> 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 yeah, that'll work. Just kidding. How's everybody doing today? Okay. <clears throat> Zach, you look scared. No. Mm-mm. No, excited to be here. How was your weekend? <laughs> it, was, it was good. We had a busy weekend. But anyway. Tell me about it. Well, uh, student ministry had a taco bar. That was great. So I was cleaning up in there just this morning. Not the bathrooms, thank God. I was not cleaning up the bathrooms like the top of the wall. But (laughs) it's like whoever it is at home, parents, apologize. But um, yeah, cleaned up after that. And then we went over to the Cumberland Mountain Outreach, which was over in Beattyville. Group of 50 of us or so went over there and served close to 200 kids, uh, some Christmas gifts, and served out some s'mores and served out some Jesus. Yeah, a lot of Jesus. And that's what I was going to get to. I was saving the best for last. That uh, we handed out some neat tracks that flipped and sort of What's a track? Really neat. They had some uh, information on it about how God loves us and uh, told the story of Christmas. and um, and so. But it did it in a really neat way. I wish we had this on video. I'd show them the track. But we might have some more. So if you're by the church, catch Larry or Joni Heiler, and they might be able to give you one. <laughs> well, you know, mission with a message, right? Yeah, mission with a message. Mission. I think this year we were way more intentional about making those conversations, yeah. having those gospel-oriented conversations than we ever have, ever have been in the past. That's good. I've and heard plus, some pretty cool stories about. Plus, it. these are these are people who are coming back, so they've seen us, you know, year after year, seeing right. those same faces. So they're seeing, hey, these people, you know, maybe they really care. Yeah. Maybe. 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 <laughs> Sam, let's talk about your weekend. How was that? Loved it. Loved it. Anything exciting happen in your world? Well, we had, uh, yeah, I think so. You know, it's kind of getting close to the Christmas celebration here coming up in a few days. So, yeah, I thought it was good. Or, you know, um, I really enjoyed uh, at the movies this week, you know, personally. Um it's hard to beat George C. Scott playing Scrooge. Yeah. You know, he does a great job with that. And uh, there's been a lot of versions of that. I like them all, but <clears throat> that one maybe is a little closer to me than any other. Shut up. <laughs> so, anywho, it was uh, it was good. You know, I, I we had a good response to it. I've had people show interest in the message series this year that have never expressed to me ever that they've even listened, <laughs> you know, so, staying away. so it's touching something that maybe is kind of neat that in people that don't normally respond to things because these movies, I mean, they're all movies that we're familiar with, but now we're kind of seeing them with a gospel lens. Yeah. Right. Which is kind of neat. Yeah, it yeah. is. And then we had, you know, um, uh, a young adult male that came and gave his life to Christ and was buried in Christian baptism. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's a good weekend. Yeah. And then I got to go hunting hunting yesterday, the last day of black powder. Yeah. I didn't have any luck, but I sure had fun. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. That's good. There's nothing better than sitting in the woods 
Which takes us to our uh, our lumberjack, Matthew. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my weekend was pretty good. Um, the service went really good. Uh, enjoyed the music this weekend. Uh, but then we had On Tap last night, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we sat and had some good discussion there. But then the coolest thing of my whole week was after On Tap, me and Edwin stood in the back parking lot at Maiden City, and we talked for like two and a half hours. Wow. And uh, it's just really cool to to kind of get to talk to, you know, a congregation member who gets it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we spend a lot of time as ministers trying to trying to figure out if anything we're doing is connecting with people. And then you talk to Edwin or people like Edwin and uh, you realize, hey, some of these people are actually listening to what we're saying <laughs> and paying attention, you know. And, um, and he just had a lot of really good things to say and... Um, He's he's really seeing the things we're doing here, uh, so that just that just made my whole week, man. Which yeah, cool. Uh, Edwin, I don't think he, I think he said that's not he's he hasn't listened to this podcast yet, and so no, we're go, going to officially make him the MVP for this podcast, right? And if we ever hear a word back, then we will give him a a great high five, um, an epic high five, an yeah. epic high five. Yeah. He's the, Edwin. You are the MVP for the podcast. Woohoo! Uh, you should start listening. It's fun. Oh, boy. Courtney. It was a great weekend. Um, the kiddos were singing this week, which was really fun. The funny was fun. part was um, them lining up in the welcome center before they would go in. It was like, shh, shh, stop running. Put your shoes back on. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's just parents. Uh, yeah. Like parents. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it was cute, as always. And John, your uh, daughter was uh, front and center, shining totally. brightly. Talking like talking about two polar opposites, right? My, our older daughter, Naya, stood in the back. She's hiding. Right. The well, she's, she's at that age too. She's, she's changing. Age. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, and, and then our youngest is standing in the front, and as long as the spotlight's on her, she will pretend. We, we were at a, a a concert with a school system last week, and she wants to sing the songs that she's never heard before. From the crowd, and she wants everybody to watch her. I mean, she's just a ham. Yeah, she's gonna be a performer. Yeah, she's probably gonna play We're bass honest. guitar a lot like you do. <laughs> I hope so. She'll be fun to watch. Yeah, I even saw you playing keyboards this weekend. You saw me standing behind one. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you yeah. you uh, faked it pretty well. I fake I fake really well. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. neat. Uh, yeah, uh, my highlight for the weekend was, without a doubt, on tap. I think that's just such a fun conversation that we have every third Sunday. We go down to Maiden City, and just uh, here recently, we've just kind of gathered around a table, and we've kind of got the place to ourselves, and, and we just talk about Christianity and life and where things intersect, and so it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Answer some questions, and it's fun. Fun conversation. So feel free to come down and join us the third Sunday of every month. Let's go back uh, for a second to Ebenezer Scrooge this weekend. What a neat story. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wanted to say bah humbug. Bah yeah. humbug. <laughs> what a neat story. And what what a story that resonates with, with many of us. Because uh, uh, there, there's a trap that he's kind of fallen victim of. He's, he's fallen into this trap of kind of cynicism or whatever, just being cynical about life and people. Um, uh, what thoughts emerged as we, as we walk through that story on this weekend? 
Anything for you guys? Zilch. Yep. That's what it sounds like. No, no, I was definitely paying attention. When he, um, when Scrooge was talking to the two guys there at the beginning uh, of your first clip, I guess, and he said, you mind your business and I'll mind mine now. Make way. I was just like, I can totally see that right there. You know? And what's interesting is, you know, that, totally that movie uh, production was, is actually a fairly old, but that mindset is still very relevant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's where a lot of people are. Yeah. I mean, Lots of people. The Old Testament says, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. You know, there was that attitude. It's, it's always been that way. Yeah. But I can relate to that a lot of times, and there's a lot of times when I will. And there's a lot of times, there's some times that I don't, but. You know, he made a remark that was kind of interesting. You know, he, he said it a couple of times in the movie, um, Ebenezer did. He said, well, I pay my taxes. Yeah, I make a contribution to help. Yeah, I do my part, Um, which eliminates the whole relationship aspect Mm -hmm. of what it's all about. And uh, I was hoping that people would resonate with that a little bit because I think it's very easy for us to rationalize our interpersonal relationships away by the fact that we've done something over here. Mm -hmm. We've made a contribution in some sort. And, and it's easy to throw money at a situation. It's a lot harder and more taxing to to be involved with individuals that are in whatever type of situation. Sure, yeah. always. That's one of the, the parts that jumped out to me was when he's, the scene where they're under the bridge in that mm-hmm. homeless community, I guess. And, uh, and, that, and, and the father figure of the family <coughs> walks over and he thinks he's kind of talking to himself. And his wife comes over and she says, oh, come back to the fire. And he says, look at his hands. I want to work. I want to work, and and, and I, I, you know, I default a lot like evidence here, and I'm just like, dang on it, you know. There's plenty of avenues and opportunities for you if you want to have a better life. You can do that. There's plenty of jobs that are hiring. You know, here locally, I have a hard time. 3M or not 3M, uh, 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 Easy Pack is always hiring people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if somebody says, "Well, I can't find a job," they're hiring. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't, you know, so I, I, I can come off pretty callous and cynical to a lot of people, but at the same time, I understand that there are some people who, you know, historically and even now they want to work, but they can't find a job that they can perform well. And I don't know. Well, you know, John, I think too, one of the dangers that we have because we're in ministry, maybe we have a little bit bigger personalities, which has lended itself to the vocation itself. Yeah. One of the things that I think we've all here learned recently that we've had people who have worked with us um, that maybe do not share our uh, personality. Okay, so my point is, is that while you may look at something and say, well, why can't they do that? There's an in- there's something internal in certain people that I don't know that they can't. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we have a hard time for those of us who have had to make adjustments our whole life and quickly have done that, adapted to whatever environment that we've been in. Some people don't have that ability, right? And we we try to personify our personality onto them, and then we say, "Well, why can't you?" And maybe that's an unfair assessment and judgment that we've made. Yeah, I don't know. So it's, it's kind of an interesting, it, it made me think about a lot of things, because I tend to be a little cynical about life and politics and our world and country and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully, you know, the, the idea is, is that we won't um, be so quick to dismiss uh, situations based on what appears to be obvious, but maybe is not. Yeah. Yeah.
And then, you know, like one of the things I, I thought was interesting about it, I kind of looked at it, I don't know, I never looked at it through this lens in my before. I've seen that movie so many times. But it wasn't until this weekend that I had a thought. And it made me think completely differently about Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, throughout the entire clip, just the clips that you played, we didn't even watch the whole movie. How many times did he talk about not wanting to be alone? Mm. You know, and I'd never caught that before, but like each clip that he's like, even the spirits that are really scary when they, when they, when they left, he was like, don't leave me alone. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think some of the reason why, and he might not have even realized that because of who he was, he had isolated himself so much from uh, everybody that he didn't even see some of the things that were going on. And then he had let his cynicism just make it worse. Mm-hmm. And, but his loneliness was leading to some of this. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. he, he had all this money and he had a great job, but he was alone at his house all the time. And he, so every time somebody came to talk to him, he was like, don't leave. And I was just like, that, that gave a whole nother level of the character for me that I had never picked up on before. And how many times do we do that? Like, we're lonely. And instead of trying to, like, go out and, and meet people and, and see the world, we just, cave farther in well you justify you justify justify that action by saying well the reason i'm lonely is because everybody else is an idiot yeah exactly and i just and that's what he was doing i'd never caught that angle before but i thought it was interesting cool (laughs) cool do you think that do you think that our society is getting to be more or less isolated i think more what do you think's lent to that? Lended to that? Well, I think I mean this might be cliche, but I, I think that a lot of it's because of the the overabundance of of like social media, for example. Like in a world where we can be overly connected to people, because we're so connected in, in the digital world, for example, we we portray something that's not real, and then that yeah. causes more depression. Yeah, I mean, we see that with students. We see, I mean, we see that with adults. Yeah. We see that in our lives. Like, we, we want to display something that's not necessarily real, which causes us to be more lonely. No one cares about the chicken taco you're eating for lunch. You know what I mean? But but we share all of this stuff on social media, and then we feel isolated because, you know, that chicken taco is great, but it's not worth posting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a it's a... Courtney, you do a lot of our communication stuff here. What do you think about that? I think it's just an over, um, an overwhelming amount of distraction because I would say maybe even 30 years ago, if you were focused on success and achievement, um, that, that was fine from nine to six or whatever. And then when you got home, there wasn't really much else to do, but watch TV together or whatever it was. So that now when we're off the clock, we have unlimited distraction and part of it is social media but there's just it's not about it's not all about achieving or success it's making more noise we talked about that last week there's so much noise to tune into and I think it does leave us isolated it leaves us disconnected from the people that we live in the same house with it leaves us disconnected um, from our co-workers and all kinds of other situations and then even in the church like we 
come here and we've got stuff to do while we're here and we're we're disconnected from even the body of Christ although we are here to be together we still have things keeping us from being connected to one another I, I think it's uh, social media falls into the category of distraction I think mm-hmm. and so you know I'm to that point in my life where I'm really beginning to understand for the first time generational differences right uh, for instance I was talking to a young lady here at church recently and I was talking about the fact that I was concerned about her because she was too isolated and she said well there was a time not too long ago that I had community and now I don't have community Mm -hmm. and I want to say community are you talking about friends yeah Yeah. this terminology of everything being so, I don't know, it, it's so unpersonal. Right. Even the word community, to a point, is kind of like, um, it's not it's personal. A dis- it's disconnect. It's, 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 a, it's like a little bit there. of a disconnect. I mean, I get it. I know the intent was correct, but I thought, are you talking about friends? You don't have any friends? Yeah. Is that what, You know, never mentioned friendship. Mm-hmm. Only talked about community. And I thought, how odd that is, you know? Yeah. And I never, and I, I realized at that point, how old I am because I would never use that word right. in describing us. my relationship. Well, I, I mean, I've been here, what, three and a half years and the transition from Moorhead where I lived on campus with a set number of people, there was a hundred percent of my life was taken up by this for the majority of the same group of people. And so in reality, I would spend 20% on schoolwork and another 10% by myself and then I've got this whole big chunk of my life that is with other people and that's where you get into serious stuff you get to talk about what's really going on and so then you have that assumption for community and so for people who are in college or leaving college there's this really big void and you have to sort of rely on your skills from high school and middle school about how to how to build good Friends. Community. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's like, it's given to you. And you're like, this is the height of what I should be seeking in friendships. And that's not the reality because when you're in a different, when you're in the actual world and not college or not camp or whatever it is, you've got adults who all have stuff that they're doing. And it's just not, it's not what you expect it to be. I mean, my thing is, it's easy, right? Like in college, community... It's built Friendship in. Was easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, not to go off too far, but I think that's partly what's the, the rise in the socialist idea in our world today, in our culture today, this idea to be a part of something bigger, even though I'm not sure uh, what, the, what that thing is about. I can be a part of this group. We see that along with, with, a lot with young adults joining this cause, marching in the streets, rioting, all that stuff. For a cause, we're not necessarily sure what it's about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but because it's high energy and high emotion, we feel like we're a part of something. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the driving factors of that is instead of I don't know maybe I'm just maybe cold and callous there, but that's that's build friendships like that, that that's people right not. Ideals, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I don't know. I, I do believe that a lot of the uh, isolation is due to direct um, 
directly related to fear. You know, we used to talk about fear of failure a lot in church circles. You know, we don't do things because we're afraid of failing. Um, I'm so accustomed to failing that's never bothered me a whole lot. But seriously, but, you know, I think now part of the isolation is a result of people fearing their emotion being or their their heart being hurt, being wounded. Uh, if I put myself out there, if I lay the if I lay my life out here to someone, they have the potential to harm me, hurt me. Um, I, I think people aren't willing to do that. I think that risk they try to remove that risk by isolation. That way, if I if I pull back, then I, I don't get my heart hurt. I don't get my, which is what we're seeing in Europe in a lot of younger generation uh, today with regard to uh, relationships. It's easier. To you know, nobody wants to commit to get married. Yeah, no one wants. And and the online, online strictly online dating. There's not even physical contact. It's an online relationship. This thing is becoming huge, as I'm reading about. Well, what is that? Uh, you know, I think there's a, a lot of fear involved of of being. And and what does that mean with regard to what we're trying to accomplish in ministry in a church? You know, dealing with that fear. Did you ever see uh, LifeChurch.tv when the big online community st- stuff started happening? They bought, I guess, digital space in, what was that big third-person or first-person game? It's like a World of Warcraft-type game where you are a character in a computer game. And they bought a platform of that game where they did church services and you could be a character, and you could be a character and go to wow. the church service. It, I mean, it flopped. Yeah, because there's no. Have you all seen John Chris, the Christian so comedian's new uh, virtual church? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen we'll, that? We'll customize your experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you really got. It. I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, we'll, we'll John Chris, you got to link yeah. that. The we'll link that. In the show you notes. can like customize how skinny your yeah. pastor's yeah. jeans are. Yeah. Like how deep the yeah. V is. It's yeah. hilarious. Do you want a little bit of conviction? Do you want like prosperity? Like yeah. it's just yeah. so funny. Yeah. Fall back on the bed if you're charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like the uh, 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 the introvert experience like, yeah. where you don't have to talk to anyone. Else. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can That's like right. cancel the guest services. Yeah. Like. <laughs> not shaking anybody's hand. <laughs> Fun times, fun times. So Christmas is almost here. We've got one more week of of Christmas in the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so we're excited for that. Uh, fun weekend coming up. Yes. Right. 22nd, 23rd weekend, we're having a Christmas sweater contest. Right. All four services at normal term, normal normal times. Okay. 6.05 Saturday night, 8.30, 9.45, 11.15 on Sunday morning. All identical. With the exception of a lot of different sweaters will be worn in that Can't series. wait. Do you all have your sweater? You got it? I've Ready to go? I'm not sure yet. I'll have yeah. to ask my wife. Do you have yours? Of course. Yeah. Give us a little hint. Nope. Nothing? All I can say is since we're doing Christmas at the movies, my sweater reflects uh, probably one of my very favorite Christmas movies. I heard saying that. No, that's Maddie. I wouldn't steal. I would not steal Bruce Willis from Maddie. I would not. Knowing, knowing one of your favorites, or at least yeah, you probably could have a clue. It's not going to be a scratch and sniff sweater, is it? No. Okay, good. But I really wanted to wear like 
a white sweater with a black dickie, but <laughs> I couldn't find one. You know what I figured out? We actually watched Christmas Vacation last night for the first time. No way. First time? For the first time? You've got yes. to be kidding. Oh my yes. gosh. And I thought it was hilarious, and Todd did not think it was hilarious, so. <laughs> But we're already Man, married, she threw you so. under the bus, Todd. Todd, you are the opposite. We're going to hammer you over Doesn't that. it make it difficult anyway, to laugh? It, it did, but I was a lot. You just let laughing. loose? But I figured out your issue. He is wearing a woman's sweater. That's why you can't find it. It's a woman's white. I think Courtney's sweater. trying to get you in drag. Go ahead. I have plenty of women's clothes. I think that's clothes. the issue. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Kidding. <laughs> 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 There's plenty. Oh boy! But it's like got pleated sleeves, and so I think oh, yeah, okay, that's okay. the issue with finding a man's white. Yeah. Sweater. Did you like it when he went over with the little eggnog glass with the wings off of it? That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 interesting. Well, anyway, my actually my sweater is something from that movie. Okay. So you have to come and check that out. Can't wait. Can't wait. That'll be fun. Yeah. And as an award, I think what we're going to try to do, if we, we're trying to figure out how to pinpoint or identify this best sweater, okay? Uh, but we, we're going to have a gift that's going to reflect in each service what we've been in as far as the series. I think I have a digital applause meter we could set to the... Ooh. There you go. That could be cool. I think I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it, really, it, it yeah, measures yeah, yeah, yeah. how loud everybody gets. It has been really kind of you. Every time you've made this announcement, you've avoided the word ugly Christmas. Well, like ugly. except for the first time. But yeah. I do. I think the we first should time I said ugly and I looked out and I saw a Christmas sweater and I thought, I don't oh know no. If you have been to Walmart recently, but even Walmart has jumped on this bandwagon yeah. of creating ugly Christmas sweaters. And I think it should be celebrated. Yeah, We but have to be careful, but it's kind of like that commercial where. Yeah. Mom is talking to her parents or whatever. Yeah. Uh, on You're going to the ugly sweater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You baking burnt cookie cone? <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So that's, co- that's coming up this weekend, and then our last installment of Christmas at the Movies, and it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. My favorite all-time Christmas movie. I have Don't not seen miss it. it. I mean, well, you get to watch a I lot of it, it this week, Okay, so it'll be good. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart, excellent movie. It's um, it's probably touches a little too close to home sometimes. Maybe is why I like it. But um, it came know. out when you were a kid. I was not born in 1948. Okay, or whatever it was. Oh, maybe the revised. Look, you've been no. talking all podcast about how old you are. I mean, yeah, but I'm not it's that natural old. for me. I didn't know. Yeah. Just, yeah. Black and white. yeah, for all you youngins, old just is you can't figure it out, can you? <laughs> Sammy, if you're listening to this, you can't see it, but every time Sammy raises his hand to talk, Zach flinches. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I've hit him a lot. It's experience. It's like, Ooh. Once, shame on you. Twice, shame on me. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Fantastic. So anyway, we'll have a lot of fun with that. But beyond our regular Christmas services, then something special happens. So why don't you all talk about that? Yeah. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Monday. At five o'clock, five o'clock, we're going to have a Christmas <laughs> Save Eve service. Save that's our bit. Like you mess in up, our main worship our center. Thing. That's right. Yes. It's a full family event. In other words, all f- the whole family is going to be together during this service. No Fantastic. particular children. No children's ministry. Ministry, right? Right. It's going to be fun. It's going to be candlelight. It's going to be 
very traditional reading of the Christmas story. Going to be traditional. <laughs> very traditional. Very traditional. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but in a good way. In yeah. like a celebrating yesteryear. Yes anyway. Yesteryear. Yeah. That's my word. And family photos out in the lobby, actually. We're going to have family photos. For so Christmas. should I wear an ugly, I mean a Christmas sweater for <laughs> Christmas Eve? If you want to. I say wear whatever you want to wear to get your picture yeah. taken in and be remembered by. Fantastic. So there you go. But Robert Keeney's going to be Robert doing that. Robert Keeney is coming to take our photos over by the fireplace so you get, and get a good family picture. So is this only at the Christmas Eve service? Only at the Christmas Eve. And it's free. Monday. Is that right? It's free. Free. Get yeah. a, a family op. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's great. That'd be fun. We're going to have hot chocolate. Again, mm-hmm. being served, which has yeah. become a... I'm hearing, Sammy, yeah, that I know. this is going to continue through winter. It's yeah. going to be anarchy when it's over. Yes, it really is. Well, not if it waits till... If we wait until I April. I think we can do it through winter. I'm just saying. We're going to have diabetes by spring. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe came back in the green room this week after getting a hot chocolate. And it had like... It had like all kinds of candy stuff crushed on top of it. And he was like, dude, I just got diabetes in a cup. <laughs> and it's I was like, dangerous. It's like, man. It's probably better than Starbucks, Starbucks, though. All that stuff in Starbucks. It depends yeah. on what you get. Probably. If you're getting a unicorn frappuccino, that's just sugar. But like, I just drink coffee. That's not sugar. All right. I have noticed that the. Audience, as I'm speaking, is a little bit more lively. Yeah. That sugar fix yeah. is working. Really yeah. gives them a jolt. <laughs> yeah, we're becoming charismatic all in one month. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy. Better get those mattresses out. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Exactly. So anyway, Christmas Eve, it'll be an hour service. It's at 5 o'clock. In our main um, worship center. Candlelight, communion. We're going to do communion in unison. We have some great Christmas carols. Maddie's got music lined up. We have some... We have a solo or two. We have different instruments. I can't wait to sing my solo. Yeah, you're not. But anyway, we have different <laughs> instruments. We have some horns, got a violin. We've got some different things. It'll be really neat. Kazoos. Kazoos. I've got a rap if you guys want to. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> that you will be. Rap, have you, you ever heard of, story, Have you ever heard of an afterglow? <laughs> yeah, I've got the mic then, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what an afterglow is? Is it bad? No, it's. <laughs> It's an old term, but after you used to have the main event, if people wanted to hang out afterwards, you would have an afterglow. It's kind of like a post-party. So what you can do is you can do an afterglow rap. Go from complete traditional to complete idiocracy. I think it's really going to be like 90s hip-hop. Yeah. Makes a comeback. So it will be a throwback. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. That'll be fun. And so this is the last podcast uh, of this year. Which is kind of fun. This has been a neat thing to do. Uh, looking at 2019, we're going to continue this live from Betty's Diner. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, New Year's. <laughs> What's on the docket for January? I'm just hoping to make it there. Make you it know? there. But yeah, just I'm, resolutions all over the place. I'm actually developing right now, uh, personally, my uh, sermon message series for 19. So I'm excited about that. Working on that, be unveiling that here in the next two weeks. New Year's re- res- resolutions. But I have some resolutions, and that is to try to get along better with Zach. With Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so number nine would be less. Let's stressed. hear it. Let's hear it, Zach. All right, Zach's got. He's what got is a list. Top ten. I have a list. 
uh, of the top 12 common and commonly broken New Year's resolutions. And you can find this with an easy Google search. Uh, lose weight exercise is number one. Of course it is. Uh, number two is quit smoking. It doesn't say if it's cigarettes or Colorado tobacco, but it does say quit smoking. Learn something new. Uh, that's pretty cool. Eat healthier. Get out to... of debt or save money. We need to take a picture of Sammy's face right <laughs> <laughs> Number six is spend more time with family, friends too. Uh, number seven is watch less TV and spend less time on the Facebook. The Facebook. <laughs> number eight. Number eight is travel. Uh, not at, at uh, church league basketball. Of course, they'll get kicked off the team or kicked out of the gym even because you're arguing with the ref about whether or not it was <laughs> such a call. But number nine would be less stressed. Um, there you go. Spending more time with me will probably make you less stressed, Sammy, I'd say. Number 10 is get more sleep. Number 11, volunteer. How about that? And number 12 is drink less. Hot chocolate included. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sammy's face says, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just for theater of the minds, if you're yes. listening, that's what that looks like. And notice that that is a common expression that I get from Sammy <laughs> <laughs> after sermons. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, how many of those resolutions have you guys made and broken all at the same time? Well, I've got all kinds that I make in order to break. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Such as? Such as, uh, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to break that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so satisfying. You're like, man, I'm, I'm totally going to take... I'm, take a, I'm just going to lose weight this year. But man, cheeseburgers are good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and then it's like, I'm going to eat this cheeseburger. Because you I know what? Care. I'm in control. That's right. Yeah. I'm in control. I'm in control of how many cheeseburgers I eat today. That's right. Three. <laughs> you know, we're talking about physical stuff. I wonder how many people do this uh, in a spiritual level. Think about that. Sure. Yeah. You know, know, I'm gonna I'm going to up my game with God yeah, and absolutely. then maybe they approach it the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you if we had the, the analytics for the U version Bible app where they have those yeah. reading oh, plans. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guarantee off the chart. Off the charts, January first, a million of them are starting. And Going to read the Bible in a year. Yeah, that's right. You know? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've done that. Well, U version <laughs> even started. And I what, control. That's right. U version even started what Snapchat was famous for, and uh, I get a lot of them from students and streaks. And you'll have that little lightning bolt there, and it'll count your days, and it'll also count your perfect weeks that uh, that you've stayed active, that you've opened it up. And you don't necessarily have to read it. You just got to open up the app in right. order to After continue After how many lightning bolts do you get a halo? Oh, that might be. Is that a processing perfect pre- That might be. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, hey, speaking of Bible apps, I got to share this with everybody listening. Do you, would you have a clue what the number one red verse, according to Bible apps, was, has been in 2018? Jeremiah. 29, 11. I'll Wrong. sing it probably like somewhere in Isaiah you have 41. <laughs> you cheater. <laughs> I was shocked. It, the number one verse for all these Bible apps is Isaiah 41, 10. Oh, Read it. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. 
That's the number one most read number verse. Number one in read verse in 2018. Hmm. What does that say? Well, it kind of goes back to what you were just talking about, about fear. Yeah. It shows that there's a lot of people that are scared. Yeah. And they're, you know. Feeling insecure. Feeling, yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. I mean, of all, I mean, that, that verse, I've read it, but that has that would not even be on my radar as the number yeah. one read verse with all the verses. that You would think. John three sixteen yeah Philippians you know, four thirteen right. uh, eight Romans eight twenty eight whatever but yeah. you know the common verses we hear so often but that verse that's interesting somebody people are looking that up yeah. is what my point is people are searching for some kind of help encouragement yeah yeah so that's kind of interesting Isaiah forty one ten well maybe in two thousand nineteen we need to be the encouragers. That's it. That's the resolution. How about the Avengers? Avengers of what? They encouragement. Are, oh, as I was say, the Avengers. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little less ominous when you say, we're going to be the Avengers of, of encouragement. encouragement. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh, boy. Well, guys. That's like saying, I'm going to be a seller or a dealer in ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That's exactly right. How'd you make your money? Dealing. Yeah. Ice cream. Ice cream. Hot chocolate. Yeah. That's right. We're we're hot chocolate dealers. How do you get all those people to get baptized? Dealing. Hot chocolate. Yeah, that's right. Whatever it takes for Jesus. That's true. There you go. Right? Yeah. I'm looking forward to 19. I hope you guys are too. I think it's going to be uh, an excellent year for what God is going to do through all of us and individually, collectively as a ministry. I think he's just getting started with some good stuff. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. Absolutely. Hope you guys are in for the ride. And it will be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. It will be. Yeah. It will be. Do you all do anything to celebrate kicking in a new year particularly? Just out of curiosity. I go weddings. Yeah, me, I do. <laughs> I do weddings. Just kidding. Are we going to edit this podcast? No. No. No, well, I'm going to be with a bunch of other uh, <laughs> students and student ministers down in Gatlinburg for a New Year's Eve celebration, my first one ever. So, uh, first one with all these, you know, different students and stuff. So. Well, that'll be a radically major different, change. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah versus for the streamers. Actually, one thing that we do like to do as a family, uh, Kelsey started this one when we first got our, when we got our first apartment where we buy those little bottles with, you pull it and the streamers shoot out of it mm-hmm. and we'll try and tag the fan with it. And see how long those shittings will last on the fan. In the apartment, there was, this is probably wrong for me to share this, but there was so much, I guess, gunk on the fan that those streamers stayed on there for three solid months. They just stuck. But that was also a smoking inside, too. Oh, cigarettes. Kids oh always good smoker. Uh, cigarettes. But yeah. I love this podcast so much. I just want to say that. <laughs> what do you do for New Year's Eve, Maddie? Honestly, you know, it's funny. We're really, uh, Elizabeth and I, usually by the time we get to New Year's Eve, like, we just don't want to do anything. Yeah. Claps. We just kind of hang out together. Uh, because, like, you know, everybody's like, "Are you gonna, do you play New Year's Eve shows? Do you do all that? And it's like, honestly, man, like, I, I just, I enjoy having that night at home. Occasionally we have like a couple friends over, but for the most part, we're pretty just like hang out at home, watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Courtney, you're newly married. Are you going to have a new tradition started for New yeah, Year's Eve? Yeah, actually. We're even, <laughs> I've never done anything for New Year's Eve. 
Um, so we usually ended up going to whoever asked us to come over. So we're actually going to host a party this year. Well, cool. We hang out with a bunch of couples that live in Georgetown, so we're going to have a game night. There you go. Yeah. What games are you playing? Probably board games. We have this game called Fibbage, which is super fun, and it's like on... Um, it's on the PlayStation, but everyone logs on on their phone, and you can, it's like a two truths and a lie, essentially, and so you make up truths and everybody guesses it, but it's fun because you can get like 16 people on the game at one time. Well, that's good for community, but I want to suggest what you do for friends. <laughs> <laughs> play the game Spoons. Oh, I love that. Everyone's crazy comes out when you play Spoons. All their ego like comes to the table on Spoons. There's nothing like it. It's crazy. Greatest game ever. I would, yeah. I'm Uno's the same way. With the students as well. Yeah. If they're just idle, they'll break out some Spoons. They yeah. even have water bottles. They were make, they were, yeah. yeah. You will either get closer to that group or you will You'll physically find. harm them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dangerous game, yeah, but it's fun. True. You gotta get the plastic spoons. Oh, no, 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 no. You get the big metal kitchen sharp spoons. Like the kinds with the prongs on them? Yes. Like a sport. Make it a little sports. dangerous. Just yeah. have fun with it. Be risky. I don't know about this <laughs> John, what about you? What do you do? Uh, usually, I don't know, every other year or so, my mother-in-law has everybody over until the family gets together and we... I play spoons, I suppose. I don't know what we do. Mm-hmm. I usually fall asleep before you midnight. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't remember. It's just I usually fall asleep before the ball drops. And yeah, do you all watch that? Have, have you it's traditionally ever watched it? It's always on whether what regardless what activity I'm on, but it's on. But it's on. Yeah. I don't. I don't watch for the ball to drop. I just watch to see. Like, there's, what's going to go wrong? Yeah, there's always some kind of... It's it's weather. technical malfunction. Well, you know, for me, in the last, since 2011, I've always been nervous about it. It yeah. just seems like the perfect opportunity for something really to go wrong. Yeah. True. Uh, with all those people there in a very prominent place in our country. Luckily, it's just been Mariah Carey forgetting the words of her song. <laughs> but you know what? I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. That Mariah Carey blunder, like, I'm glued now. I'm yeah. watching. I'm I'm ready you want to see? I want to see who's screwing it up. It's like right. my new NASCAR, man. I'm Question. ready to see how it fails. <laughs> favorite, uh, favorite New Year's Eve performance historically? Do you have one that stands out? Because no. I do. <laughs> the Beatles. Oh. I will never forget <laughs> Chuck Norris. Europe. Singing Eyes of the Ranger. Oh my gosh. On, on, on New Year's Eve. No. You know the song? Yeah. Yeah. And the heard. eyes of the ranger are upon you. Go ahead, keep going. Any wrong you do, he's gonna see. <laughs> I used to love He's got like, Santa Claus. Oh man, it was great. Right, it's great. Like, I, I'll never forget. I don't know why I remember that New Year's Eve so well, but I, I do. Chuck Norris sang, and I sat on the couch. And we had a newspaper. It was one of those things where, like, you put it and you pull it back, and a three D image comes out. You uh-huh, know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I was, I was doing that, and Chuck Norris is singing, and that's probably my favorite Christmas. That was a or, weird uh, lens into your childhood. Yeah, we learned yeah. we learned a lot about Welcome. you in that. Welcome. Just a little. Well, I spend my New Year's Eve in prayer. <laughs> yeah, Bible thing. reading and prayer yeah, and for all of you all. Yeah. His face is like quivering with the laughter. <laughs> you know, I remember, I can literally remember on a black and white TV because we didn't have a color one yet. I can it's remember horrible. seeing the ball drop in 1968. I can see it in my head. Hmm. I remember it as a kid. 
That's a long time. That's ago. a long time ago. And I was little. How old were you? <laughs> <laughs> I was five and a half. Five and a half. Fantastic. But I do recall that. I remember sitting in my grandparents' living room watching that. It's a long time ago. Yeah. But anyway, you know, I, I I meant to say that for a reason. Time goes by pretty quick. Yeah. Enjoy your family, your friends, your community, whatever it may be, and enjoy it and uh, uh, make the most of that while you still can because it always won't be there. Same people, faces change. So it's important. Cherish it. Absolutely. Well, guys, it's been fun. Thank you for doing the podcast. Uh, and we look forward to being back here in January. And so tune back in. Who knows? We might have a surprise one between now and January. We'll see. But uh, tune back in. This is the Leesburg Talk Podcast. Like, share, comment. Uh, and we'll talk to you next year. Woohoo! See Woo! you guys. Bye. Fantastic. Bye, see ya.